0: Welcome to our Victory Outreach Boston podcast. We pray you are blessed, encouraged, and challenged with this message. But I'm going to ask you, to, church, to go ahead and take a hold of your Bible and turn with me to the book of Galatians chapter 6. We're going to read a few verse, verses in Galatians chapter 6. We're going to read verses 7 to 9. The Bible reads like this. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen. Today I want to preach on the subject, we reap what we sow. Amen. Let's pray. Let's close our eyes and bow our heads. Lord, we just come before you once again this morning, and we thank you for, Lord, just gathering your church here. And, God, we thank you for what you're doing here amongst us in Victor Arch Boston. Lord, I pray for your people today, God, that you would give us an attentive mind, God, an open heart. Lord, let your word, the seed of your word, produce great fruit in our lives. I pray you would reduce and minimize every single distraction God, every racing thought, every worry. God, anything that's on our agendas today or this week, Father, let us uh, receive your word today. We thank you and love you. And it's in Jesus' name that everybody says, amen. 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 You know, church, as I was saying, it's it's my, one of my favorite times of the year, the holidays. We have uh, Thanksgiving coming up right around the corner. Then we have Christmas. And, I, and as I was thinking, I, I'm like, Man, it's crazy because 2023 is almost over. It's like the year has just gone by so fast. And when I, when I think about the, the, the year coming to a close, you know, one thing that I like to do personally is I like to reflect on the past year that I've had. I like to examine uh, the, the previous year and really try to take an inventory on the type of year that I've had. You know, because at the beginning of every year, I think most of us, we have goals, right? We, set, uh, we have New Year's resolutions. We have things that we want to see take place within our lives. And maybe they, these goals were something, things that were practical goals. Maybe they were spiritual goals, spiritual resolutions, practical resolutions, whatever they possibly were. But I believe that uh, if we were to really look at those things that we said we wanted to see in the beginning of the year... If we were to look at those goals, how would we really say that we're doing in that, in that arena? How many even remember what their New Year's resolution was? How many even re- remember what they wanted to see take place at the beginning of this year? Anybody? Show of hands. One per- okay, a couple, a couple. You know, I, I like to look back not just at the end of the year, but I try to do my best, you know, in different seasons to see, to, to examine myself and, and, and see how I've been doing in the things of God. I try my best to see that, you know, uh, that real change is taking place within my life. And just a quick little spoiler alert, you know, I don't always reach my goals. Is anyone right there with me? You know, I don't, I don't always see the things that I want to see come to pass. And, I, you know, why is that? Why is it that oftentimes we don't see the things that we want to see in our lives come, to, come into fruition? You know, I believe there could be a variety of reasons, but when we, really, uh, when we really look at those things, I believe that part of the reason why those goals, those resolutions, those things that we want to see, the desires, why they don't come to pass is because of this spiritual law that I want us to dive into this morning. And that spiritual law says this we reap what we sow. To your neighbor and tell him, we reap what we sow. You know, it'd be like the person who says, for example, you know what, man, this is a popular one. I really want to lose weight. Hello, somebody. Right? I see hands going up all over the sanctuary. We just have an altar call right now. You <laughs> say, I really want to lose weight. I want to lose 20 pounds, let's say. This is my season. That's it. No more playing games. And then next week, that that same individual, it may be us. We're eating pizza, right? We're eating ice cream, we're eating uh, uh, cheeseburgers and fries and, and and this and that donuts, cupcakes, whatever it is, uh, fried clams. Hello. See, you would say that man, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not going to work. That doesn't make any sense because what we put into something is what we get out, and that's the spiritual principle basically that we're talking about in the spiritual sense, we reap what we sow. And see, when we look spiritually, church, I believe it's fitting for us to begin to examine ourselves in the season that we're in, to begin to have a time of reflection, to evaluate ourselves, and to begin to ask God to show us areas within ourselves that maybe we've been doing good in, but also to show us some areas that may need to change. How many can say amen? amen? Why is this so important for us as God's people? Because of the spiritual law that Paul talks about here in Galatians 6-7, that a man reaps what he sows. And for those who may not be familiar with these terms, sowing and reaping, you know, it's, in our society we may not fully understand uh, exactly how in, the, in, the, in the, these biblical times the audience would have understood this, this concept because you and I, we could show up at a grocery store we have all the fruits, all the vegetables, all the produce is just right there for us, right? Onions and uh, potatoes and fruits, vegetables, apples, bananas, herbs, all different types of things that we didn't have to grow. See, but the audience that Paul was speaking of in the, in the times of the Bible, these were uh, what we would call agrarian societies. And they're, they're societies based upon agriculture. They grew their food one ingredient at a time. And so they would have understood very easily what the Apostle Paul was speaking of when, when he says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked that whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. To ba- to basically, to sow, it means, it means to plant something. If we were to sow seed in the ground, we'd plant seed in the ground, whatever it is that we want to see grow, right? And to reap, it means to gather crops. It's the result of the seed that is planted. You know, church, I believe this, this passage of scripture is so important for us because many of us, as, as Christians, as people of God, we want to see results take place within our lives. Can somebody say amen? Right, we want to see we want to see ourselves live uh, successful, not just successful in the world in the world's point of view, but uh, success in in the spiritual realm, success in the kingdom. We want to see our families blessed. We want to see our loved ones saved. We want to see ourselves prosper in the things of God. Right? We want to see ourselves live the abundant life that God has for us. Can somebody say Amen? amen. But you know that's why. This spiritual law is so important. It's so important that we are not deceived like the Apostle Paul had mentioned. He says, do not be deceived. He says, don't get it twisted. Come on, turn to your neighbor and tell them, don't get it twisted. He says, don't be deceived. Don't mix this up. Don't get it twisted. God is not mocked that whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. We cannot expect to to sow bad things. We cannot expect to to plant uh, chaos and uh, disobedience and receive blessing. Hello. We cannot expect uh, to sow bad spiritual seed and receive a good harvest within our lives. We will always get our spiritual return on the spiritual seed that we plant within our lives, church. And so that brings us to this one question. What is it that you and I have been sowing recently? What is it that we've been sowing in our lives recently? You know, because if we've been sowing good seed, we can be encouraged today. This spiritual principle is not a bad, it's not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a good thing. It is what we make of it. To someone who might think, oh man, you uh, you reap what you sow, that, that sounds kind of negative. If we're doing, if we're sowing good spiritual seed, if we're doing the things that we know God has called us to do, we're sowing good seed, then we're encouraged today. We're like, man, thank you, Jesus. That's a promise that I've been doing good things. I've been sowing good seed. I've been doing what God has called me to do. I'm going to reap a harvest. See, but for those of us who maybe we've been saying, ooh, That sounds sounds a a little scary because we might know that we might have been doing things recently or might not have been doing things recently that we know are not pleasing to the Lord. And we know that the scripture says if we sow to our flesh, we reap destruction. How many want to reap a good harvest here today? How many say, man, I want to walk in purpose. I want to walk in in the fulfillment that God has for me. I want to be the man. I want to be the woman that God has called me to be. I believe that we all want that for ourselves, church. But, you know, if we've been sowing bad seed, then we have an opportunity today to start making some changes. If we're not sure the seed that we've been sowing, maybe we say, you know, I don't know if I've been sowing good seed. I don't know if I've been sowing bad seed. Maybe we just ought to look at what we've been reaping. If we could look at our lives and say, you know, I've been harvesting depression. I've been experiencing a, a bunch of anxiety, a bunch of fear. I've been uh, reaping uh, just a whole lot of emptiness in my life. Then maybe we have to look at exactly what it is that we're sowing. Now, I like what Pastor Craig Rochelle said, pastor and leadership expert Craig Rochelle, He said this, he said, if you don't like what you're reaping, change what you're sowing. If you don't like the harvest, change the seed. And you know, see church, us as Christians, we always ought to be conscious and aware of what it is that we're sowing. And I want to share a few truths about the harvest within our lives this morning that I believe we all want. We all want to see a great harvest take place within our lives. I want to examine just three simple truths about the harvest. Number one is that the harvest reflects what is planted. See, because it would be common sense for me to tell you that we, don't, we would not sow, uh, let's say, for example, we don't put a lemon seed in the ground and expect to get an apple tree. Right? We would not expect to sow an apple seed in the ground and expect to get strawberries. Right? The harvest, it always reflects what is planted. When you see a beautiful apple tree, right? Me and my wife have been talking about going to see an apple orchard recently. She doesn't really want to go. Amen. But let's not get distracted here. If you see a beautiful tree full of apples, you would know, man, someone plant, uh, must have planted, uh, planted apple seeds in the ground. Or maybe somehow, some way, uh, a rotten apple, a dead apple fell and maybe got buried. The seeds were still good and a tree sprung up, right? You would know that based off what you see in front of you, that there was a seed that was sown. The harvest reflects what is planted. And see, church, in the spiritual sense, we have to see that whatever we sow in the Spirit is going to come out. It's going to be reaped. It's going uh, uh, to be received. D- depending upon what we plant, that's what we receive. Can somebody say amen? amen? And see, that's why it's so important that you and I make sure that we're sowing to please the Spirit of God. Yes. That's why it's so important that we make sure that we're sowing uh, good things in the kingdom. We're sowing good spiritual seed. How is it that we sow to the Spirit? Well, I'm glad you asked. How do we sow to the Spirit? We simply spend time with God. We spend time cultivating God's presence within our lives. You know, that's one great place to start to see if if, if we're sowing good spiritual seed. Where is it that we spend our time? What is the first thing that has our attention when we wake up in the morning? Do we immediately scroll for 30 minutes on Instagram? Do we immediately go to TikTok and, 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 and go right, right, right after we wake up? We're immediately I- immersing ourselves in the things of this world. Immediately jumping on Facebook and see what everybody is saying about you or, or, or reading what is going on with, with the Joneses down the street, right? Where do we spend our time? What's the first thing that we do when we wake up? How are we sowing in the Spirit? We sow in the Spirit by spending time with God. That being conscious, uh, be, by being conscious of God on a, on a daily basis, on a moment-by-moment basis, waking up in the morning and saying, you know, before I check my phone, before I go and do all these other things or just drive straight to work, you know, I'm going to spend some time with the King. I'm going to spend some time with Jesus. I'm going to cultivate an atmosphere right now of praise and worship in my life. I'm gonna spend uh, quality, intimate time with God in a time of prayer. I'm gonna open up, I'm gonna crack open the word and and read the scriptures, the uh, the Bible, the word of God that's alive and active and has the power to produce great fruit within our lives. That's how we sow good spiritual seed. But on the way to work, we're listening to to maybe a sermon or to, to, to worship music. Or maybe we spend our time fellowshipping with, with other believers, with God's people, and we're we're being edified, we're edifying others. There's so many ways that you and I can sow good spiritual seed, church. And let me tell you that God truly will bless you for that. See, because the Bible tells us do not be deceived. Whatever a man sows or, or a woman, whatever a person sows, that they will also reap. Whatever we sow, we're going to reap it. How many thank God for that spiritual principle this morning? No, that's something that's, that's, a, that's a, a foundational law. It's like the law of gravity. Or like different laws, natural laws, laws of gravity, law, the laws of physics. This is a spiritual law that we can take to the bank. If we're sowing good spiritual seed, we can expect to receive a good spiritual harvest. If we know that we've been doing the things that are pleasing to God, if we know we've been uh, placing God first within our lives, then we can expect to see a harvest in return. Can somebody give God a hand of praise for that this morning? While some are pursuing Parties you're pursuing prayer While some are pursuing pleasure you're pursuing God's presence while some are choosing uh, Dishonesty you're choosing integrity within your life while some are choosing anger you're choosing peace and a spirit of self-control Within your life while some are choosing pride you're choosing humility. Let me tell you my friend that God will bless you for that God will Bring you a good return on the seed that you've sown. See, because the harvest is always reflected in what is planted. The Bible talks about two men named Peter and John in the book of Acts. who, The Bible records them, they were known to have spent time with Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Peter and John, they were were going around, they were performing uh, miracles. There was a uh, healing that that took place just in the previous chapter. And they were causing some of a, a little bit of a, a ruckus with the Jewish leaders in, in the region. But the Bible says this in Acts 4.13, reading from the NLT right here. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. For they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. The Bible says that even these other people, these other people, the members of the council, they recognized Peter and John as men who had been with Jesus. See, how did this happen? Because it, it happened because of the, the, the results, the, the harvest of their lives were, were evident to those that were around them. What they, the, the good seed that they had been sowing in their time with Jesus it, it came out of them. The, the men that, that were observing them, they saw their boldness. They saw their courage. They saw the fruit of their lives. See, because they had been sowing good time with the Lord. They had been sowing into the Spirit, and it came out. It reflected on the outside. I'm here to tell you this morning that the harvest, is reflected in what we plant within our lives. We know this about the harvest as well, that the harvest is also greater than what is planted. The harvest is always bigger than the seed that we plant. Come on, give Jesus some praise for that right there, that the harvest that you and I will receive is greater than what is planted. You know, just as a farmer who plants seeds in the ground, he knows that he's going to get many times over. He's going to reap a return more, way more than what he put in the ground. The same thing goes for us in the spirit when it comes to sin and when it comes to righteousness, whether we sow to the to the flesh or we sow to the spirit. We know that those decisions, those things reap a much bigger crop within our lives, either for joy or for sorrow. And you know, church, I can say that from personal experience, I've experienced this biblical truth so clearly within my own life. I have made very bad decisions in my life. Even just one little bad decision, one bad seed that was sown uh, uh, when I, when, from the time when I was young, I made a, a, a numerous bad decisions, but I could see how just one bad decision, one bad seed sown to the flesh reaped such a harvest of destruction within my life. Some of you may know this about me, that I, at the age of 19 years old, in college, I started using heroin. It was by mistake, actually, but it's a long story. Um, yeah, it's, it's much, much too much to get into at this time. But I was living a party lifestyle. I was doing different types of drugs. Still uh, pretty, pretty smart, uh, book smart at the time. Always got good grades. I always did well in school, but I had this curiosity within myself and, and, I, and I saw firsthand how just a couple bad decisions, some very small bad decisions, s- sowing seed to the flesh, how, how much that caused a whirlwind of destruction within my life. Yeah. See, because the harvest of the, what I had sown, it, it was so much greater than just that one seed. I I saw how just one bad decision impacted everything else within my life. I slowly lost all my money. I slowly lost uh, family relationships. I slowly lost my job. I dropped out of school. I lost any uh, hopes of going somewhere in life, or so I thought at the time. And I found myself homeless. I found myself addicted to heroin. I found myself uh, just with no purpose in my life. Completely void, empty on the inside. We see how the harvest was much greater than just that one seed that I planted. See, but on a positive note, I saw also, church, how just a couple of good decisions, seeds that were sown in the Spirit have reaped such a blessing within my life. When I chose to sow a seed of surrender to the Lord, when I cho- when I chose to sow a seed of obedience to God, I stand here almost eight years later, a transformed man. I have a wife, I have a family. I'm a part of a great ministry here in Victor Outreach Boston. I'm a part of the kingdom of God. I have salvation. Jesus is my Savior. He has a plan, a purpose for my life. And he also has a purpose for your life. We see, I see, I saw how just one decision could have such a great impact. Good, for good and for bad. The Bible tells us this, church in Matthew chapter 13, 23. This was Jesus speaking and he says, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. See, the harvest is always bigger than what is planted. Jesus said that that seed falling on that good soil, it could produce a crop one hundred times more, sixty, or thirty times more than what is planted. And I want to tell you, if you've been sowing good seed within your life, you can expect a great harvest. If you've been sowing in the Spirit, if you've been sowing uh, to the things of God, you can expect a great return on that spiritual investment this morning, church. But that brings me to our third truth this morning. The harvest comes according to God's timing. See, it's not always on our timing, but it's on God's timing. Actually, I would say it's never on our timing. (laughs) It's always on God's timing. See, some crops yield their harvest very quickly, but others take a little bit longer to yield their fruit. You know, I remember growing up, and I would see uh, my grandma and grandpa. They had about an acre property in California. They had grapefruits, oranges, uh, tangerines, figs, persimmons, um, everything you can imagine, kumquats, apricots, Tons of fruit all over, their, all over their property. And so depending on what season it was, we'd go and pick the fruit. But they also had avocado trees, three massive avocado trees, probably out the height of that balcony right there. Three of them. And my grandpa had always told me this. I never knew if it was true. But he said that, that one of those trees didn't uh, produce a, a harvest until about seven years after it was first planted. And so, actually, this past week, I looked that, that up, and, it's, and it was true. The avocado tree can take up to 13 years to produce a harvest after the seed is planted. 13 years. They say if you buy a, a tree that's already, it's you know, a young tree, you could, you could expect to harvest in roughly about five years. But a, an avocado tree, from the time that the seed is planted you will not see a harvest for about roughly 13 years or so. See, some crops, on the other hand, they yield their harvest fairly quickly. My dad, actually, about a few months ago, he started planting all types of things in his backyard. He started planting um, squash and bell peppers and onions and carrots. Those things came uh, rather quickly. But see, church, in the spiritual sense, it's important that we understand that when we sow spiritual seed within our lives, the the harvest that we would want to see take place, it comes according to God's timing and not our timing. I'm glad. I'm surprised we got some claps right there. It comes in God's timing, not in our timing. See, it's not like we say, okay, God, I've obeyed you, and now I expect to see the results right now. God, I've been sowing good spiritual seed, and I expect to receive the benefits of my labor right now. See, it could be a little bit discouraging for some of us when we want to see immediate results in the kingdom. We might want to see our our, our family get saved like that. We might want to see instant turnaround, uh, transformation, change, just like that. But how many know that the Bible says that Jesus, he is the Lord of the harvest. And see, I believe that we can, we can guard ourselves from the danger of becoming discouraged and being deceived by knowing that what the Bible says is true, that whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. The Bible tells us in Galatians 6-9 to not grow weary in doing what is good. Do not grow weary in doing what is good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. If we could put that scripture on the, on the screen, Galatians 6, 9. Let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. And, you know, I came here this morning to tell somebody, church, do not give up on the seeds that you've been sowing. Don't give up on the good spiritual investment that you have been making because God's word tells us that in due season, at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Not we may reap a harvest. Not we might, but we will reap that harvest. But you and I cannot give up. You and I cannot quit. See, the, this promise of God, this, we, whatever man sows, he will reap. It's a, it's a conditional promise because the Bible tells us that we can't give up. The Bible clearly tells us in this passage of Scripture At the right time, at the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. You see, church, that's the reason why right there that many don't see the harvest come to pass within their lives. Because many times we throw in the towel. Because many times we, we, we give up on, on the promises of God. We, 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 we forget about what the word of God says in, in, in this area. That we can't give up. You know, let me tell you that I've been praying for, for two of my brothers. Well, I only have two brothers, but both of them, they're not saved. They're in a bunch of madness within their lives. I've been praying for them to get saved, to have encounters with God for quite some time now. And, you know, it could be a little bit discouraging at times in the natural, seeing them maybe get worse, seeing them, uh, just their hardened heart, like, man, I don't think this guy will ever get saved. Such a hardened heart. My older brother, I think my my younger brother is a little bit more open. But I know that I can't give up. I'm standing upon the promises of God that, man, Lord, if I I sow a good seed, I'm sowing seed in prayer, I believe that they're going to get saved. I believe that God is going to touch their lives. I believe that God is going to bring restoration to different members even within my own family. I'm standing upon the truth of God's word. See, but the word tells me that I can't give up. The word tells me that even though I'm discouraged, even though I may be growing a little bit weary, I may be getting a little bit tired in doing what I know to be right, doing what I know to be good, I can't quit. And I want to tell you this morning that every spiritual seed, church, that you've been sowing, is not in vain. Every spiritual seed that you have sown, it is not in vain. It is not wasted. The Bible says, don't grow tired. Don't grow weary in doing what is good because at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. I came to tell somebody today, don't give up. Don't quit. The Bible tells us that we will. Not we might, but we will. Somebody say, we will. We will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. See, church, we understand from this spiritual principle, this spiritual law, that the harvest is greater than what we've sown. The harvest is reflected in what we sow, it's greater than what we sow, but also it comes in God's timing. And that sometimes that could be a little bit of a bitter pill for some of us to swallow. Like, man, God, I want to, why hasn't this happened yet? I'm speaking to a mother today. I'm speaking to a father. I'm speaking to maybe ministry leaders. You have different desires, different things that you want to see come to pass, different things you want to see come to fruition within your life. You want to see maybe your son or your daughter get saved. You want to see your family member come to Christ. You want to see change take place within an area of ministry. You want to see uh, influence grow. You want to see expansion take place. I'm here to tell you, don't stop sowing. Don't stop sowing. See, because if we don't sow, then we have no chance to grow. If we don't sow into the kingdom, we have no opportunity to reap a harvest off that seed. But you and I, we can't give up. You and I, we can't throw in the towel. You and I, we cannot quit on the word of God. We cannot quit on the promises of God. We have to stand assured. We have to rest assured knowing God, this is what your word says. Your word says it. I believe it. That settles it. Thank you for joining our podcast. We pray this message builds your faith, encourages, and strengthens you in your walk with the Lord. If you would like to partner with us, sow a seed today. Head on over to our website at voboston.org and hit the giving link located at the top of the page. God bless you.